Hello, my name is Michael from BoiledSports.com, and we're going to try something a little bit new. Uh, this is the Boiled Sports Weekly Update. I'm going to try to provide a weekly podcast update of all the comings and goings with Purdue Sports, with a focus on basketball and football, although I hope to hit some of the other sports as well. This is just an opportunity for us to talk about what happened in the previous week in Purdue basketball in the greater Purdue world. So today we're going to focus a little bit on basketball and we're going to talk about the signing of Lance Jones, who entered the portal after four years uh, playing for Southern Illinois. Uh, he is uh, a six foot one, 190 pound guard from Evanston, Illinois, which uh, for some of you, you might remember that's the home of Nogel Eastern. As I mentioned, he's a guard. He's been a guard for the Salukis for the last four years. He's a senior, and he's using his bonus year to enter the portal and join Purdue. And, you know, it's interesting thinking about uh, Purdue and the portal, given that this is um, still very new in the NIL era and with the COVID bonus year and just the preponderance of – players that have, have entered the portal, you're going to see a lot of teams change their makeups in very major ways. I wonder if Purdue is going to be a team that uh, is, by and large, immune to a lot of those changes, just given the fact that Matt Painter builds uh, slowly. He likes to get old, as he likes to say. And uh, a lot of the players on this current team are highly talented guys who, for reasons uh, that vary, have been overlooked in their recruiting career and come to Purdue to really buy in to the program. So uh, we've already seen Brandon Newman into the portal, which a quick aside on him, he's been one of my favorite players ever since he came to Purdue. He has just been an excellent example of a student athlete. He's got his degree. He's worked very hard. He's dealt with some um, adversity both on and off the court, and he's always represented himself, Matt Painter, his teammates, and Purdue as a whole extremely well. I hope wherever he goes, whether that's Notre Dame or some other program, I hope he goes on to average 30 points a game. He's just a, he's just a fantastic guy, and I'll be following his career with great attention. Now on to Lance Jones, who is uh, the type of player that maybe we weren't expecting Purdue to sign out of the portal. I think a lot of Purdue fans had uh, an idea that Purdue would get a, a bigger no uh, name than uh, Lance, although uh, he fits in a lot of ways what Purdue is looking for. And in other ways, we're going to need some growth out of him in order to contribute and cover up some of the gaps that we saw this Purdue team experience this last year. Um, but on to his, his playing career. He has played in at least 25 games in each year of his career. Uh, his lowest output came in the 2020-2021 season where he played 25 games but still averaged 30 minutes a game. Uh, he has been a main feature of the Salukis offense, uh, scoring in double figures pretty much every season except for his freshman year where he averaged 9.3 points per game. He is uh, a, a point guard, a ball handler type. Um, he 
does not have a great assist to turnover ratio. His most assists per game came in the 2020-2021 season where he had 2.9 assists per game against 3.2 turnovers. And that's kind of a bit of a theme for Jones throughout his career. He has exceeded his uh, assist numbers versus his turnover numbers just once, and that was this past season, where he averaged 2.4 assists against 2.3 turnovers. So he's not a guy with a reputation of putting other players in position to score and taking care of the ball. It's a little bit of a, of a concern for Purdue, especially one of the things that Purdue point guards need to have is the ability to take care of the ball, to beat the press, and to get the offense going. Now, Matt Painter likes to play an offense where multiple players um, run the offense once they get into the half court. But getting into the half court, making good decisions, and being able to make the right pass, especially down on the block, to someone like Edie, if he decides to come back, is very important. So we're going to look to see if Jones can make some adjustments to his game uh, in order to cover up some of those deficiencies that we've seen in the previous uh, years. Another thing that's a little bit of a concern is he's not a great free throw shooter. We've seen oftentimes when Purdue struggles, they struggle at the line. And Last year, Jones averaged uh, he, his shooting percentage from the free throw line was 76.4%, which is decent but not great. The previous three years, 56.8, 70.8, and 63%, those are not good numbers. And that's something that we need to look for him to do. Um, if he's he's not going to get 30 minutes a game, probably. Uh, if he does, something has gone poorly for Purdue, and we're in a rough spot regardless. But if he's in the game, he needs to take care of the ball. He needs to hit his free throws. He needs to make his shots. And that is going to be a bit of a challenge. So we're going to look for Jones to make some improvements along, along those lines. He's also not an amazing shooter. His highest field goal percentage came his freshman year at just under 45%. Uh, similarly, from the three-point line, he's not a dynamic three-point shooter. His sophomore year, which was overall probably his best year, as a uh, Saluki, he was shooting 42.6% from three-point land, which is which is great. And if he can repeat that uh, for the Boilermakers, then that'll be a, a huge lift. But last year, he only shot 28% from three, which is a bit of a concern. Uh, we saw this past year, especially in that first-round uh, upset loss that Purdue, when they don't hit their shots, they just aren't going to win. They don't have players who can score on their own from the perimeter. Uh, in terms of that dynamic off-the-dribble scoring, a lot of Purdue's offense is predicated on getting an open shot for a guy and having that guy knock it down. So Jones needs to be that person, and he wasn't that person last year, but he has been a little bit in the past. So if we can see a return to form from a couple seasons ago, then that could be a um, huge, huge lift to this team. Other, otherwise, his, his averages are fairly normal, what you would expect from a guard, around three rebounds a game, around two, maybe three personal fouls, scoring in double digits, and generally being a main guy for uh, his team for Southern Illinois, but won't have that similar role at Purdue. So it's going to be really interesting to see how he fits in on this team where he is not going to be the focus. Now let's take a look at 
some of his games from last season and see what that can tell us about what he can do for Purdue. Uh, his best game came against you and I, a 23-point win for the Salukis. He played 31 minutes, was 11 for 14 from the field, 5 of 8 from 3, on his way to 28 points, and only two turnovers against four assists. Looking across his game, he is a bit of a high volume, low percentage shooter. So uh, looking here, it seems like he, for the most part, will shoot over 10 shots a game and does not typically hit um, a large percentage of those shots. Uh, in fact, going back to January, he only shot over 50% from the field once, and that was that game against UNI. Usually he's in that low to mid 30s range. For example, the game prior to the UNI game, he was 0 for 6. All of his shots came from 3. He had 0 points, 2 turnovers, 0 assists, and overall not a great game for him in 16 minutes. Prior to that, he against Valparaiso, he was 2 of 10 from the field, 1 of 8 from 3, total of 6 points. We're seeing a pattern here of him taking a lot of shots and a lot of his shots from 3, but not really connecting on a lot of those shots. The Slukies season ended against Drake, where they lost by 13 points uh, on the 4th of March. He had 18 points overall, but was only 2 of 8 from 3, 5 of 13 from the field, had one assist against four turnovers, four personal fouls. He had a lot of points, which was great, most of that coming from uh, the threes and then six free throws that he made out of seven attempts in 38 minutes. He's not going to play that same type of line for Purdue. He's not going to get the opportunity, I don't think, to shoot more than 10 shots a game. So we're really looking for a guy who's going to shoot maybe five times, mostly from three probably, except for maybe transition opportunities. He's just got to be able to hit those shots. And I think what that comes down to is what does his role on this team look like? We're viewing him in a lot of ways as a replacement for David Jenkins, who came in with, with a much different reputation than Jones did. Jenkins was a high-volume scorer. It was just shy of 2,000 points for his career. Shot a lot of threes, hit a lot of really clutch threes for Purdue, but didn't really feature prominently within Purdue's offense. Now, you could make the argument that at times he probably would have benefited from playing ahead of someone like Fletcher Lawyer, who struggled uh, through periods this season in his freshman year, and, and maybe featuring him a little bit more would have unlocked some of that more scoring potential. But a lot of this probably comes down to Matt Painter's philosophy in uh, pulling guys in from the portal. Uh, he's not looking for a featured scorer. He's not looking to bring someone on who is expecting to play a lot of minutes and shoot a lot of shots. He's looking for pieces that complement what he already has. And that shows a lot of faith that he has in the current roster, even if it doesn't necessarily address some of the uh, more pressing needs that you might see with this team. I look at the Purdue team from this past season, and I see a team that was just frankly not a good three-point shooting team, which is a bit of a surprise for Purdue. Uh, played hard on defense, but would go through periods of time where they would turn the ball over a lot or take bad shots. And when they couldn't get Edie going, 
they were really they really struggled to score. And I think a lot of Purdue fans were hoping for someone from the transfer to come in and fill that that second or third best player on the team role. I think Painter feels like he already has that person. And with uh, the freshman class coming in and Hyde coming off of red shirt, he has more weapons at his disposal with Edie obviously being the uh, the big question as to whether he will be coming back or not. But it certainly seems that Painter feels like he has the team that he needs to succeed. He is just missing a couple things. He talked a lot about uh, in his, his post-tournament comments about the need to get quicker and to take care of the ball. And Jones is a quick guy, and he doesn't necessarily take care of the ball super well, but he is a, a ball handler, and he can credibly be put in to maybe break a pet press with some of his speed um, and initiate the offense and then let the rest of the perimeter players uh, run the offense as, as need be as well. So uh, I think that's the role that he's looking to fit. Uh, Painter also talks a lot about making sure that the guys that he brings in are a good culture fit for the program. And maybe you worry a little bit if you bring in someone who's looking to be a real featured player. Maybe you worry that they won't accept a role on a team that's as balanced as Purdue is. And I don't think he's going to have that problem with Jones. Jones seems like a really good guy from everything that gets reported about him uh, through his his career at uh, Southern Illinois. He's he seems like a really decent guy. He'll be a, a positive addition to the locker room. That was another role that David Jenkins really did a great job with. Everybody loved him. Uh, Purdue fans loved him. Painter loved him. His teammates loved him. He was a great representative of Purdue. He's a guy that you can look at and be proud that he was in the black and gold for one season. So if Jones can perform that type of a role, then that ultimately is a win, and that's what Painter is, is looking for. So where do we go from here? Well, the portal isn't closed and Painter is continuing to recruit. This is being recorded on Sunday the 9th, so a lot can happen in just a few days between when I'm recording this and when someone else could potentially sign with the Boilermakers. So we might see someone being added. A lot of that is probably going to be determined by Edie's decision, whether he wants to move on to the next stage of his career, whether he wants to stick around and try again. Uh, if he uh, leaves, then there's going to be a hole at the center position, at least in Matt Painter's eyes. Uh, Berg has suffered an injury, and he'll be out until, I think, August. So bringing someone else on board who's an experienced post-presence is probably something that he's going to look at. One might make the argument that some of Purdue's fours, like uh, Trey Kaufman-Wren or Caleb First, might be better suited as a five. That would be... Uh, a uh, small ball type of lineup for Purdue in a very Purdue way. So you might see that happen. Um, but otherwise, be on the lookout for another guard or another post player to supplement what, what Purdue already has. And we'll find out in short order what the long-term plan is. So just wanted to thank everyone for listening. Uh, this is the first time that I'm doing this, so I'm – Happy to take feedback and make sure that we're doing things that, that you guys find interesting. Boiled Sports is not a um, profitable enterprise. No one's getting rich over here. We're doing it because we all love Purdue sports, and this is an outlet for us to talk about it. 
really enjoy it. And the best part of doing this stuff is interacting with other people who share that same passion. So if you have feedback or content suggestions or just want to chat about Purdue sports, uh, be sure to hit me up on Twitter at The Railroad Tie. Uh, I'm not quite as online as I used to be, but, you know, I'm still still love to, to chat about stuff um, on that hellscape of a social platform. So thanks again for listening and boiler up.